0: Greetings to you and welcome to this episode of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I'll be your host today, also the creator of Grace Life Coaching. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching. It's a joy to be with you today. I want to thank you for investing your time in this, investing your interest in this podcast and in the work of being better. I know I say this a lot, probably every time I put a podcast out there, but I'm so impressed that you want to strive to increase. I'm so impressed that you want to strive to better yourself and grow into yourself and grow into your life, the the more we invest in ourselves, the stronger we become, the stronger we become individually, the stronger we become as community and the stronger we become with and for each other. So thank you for your willingness to do that. Thank you for your drive to do that. That's an incredible and powerful thing. And this is a podcast, you know, so so you can't see me, you can just hear me, but I'm kind of like pumping my fist right now as I'm saying this because I'm so excited. I'm so excited that you have the willing and the desire to be here and if you see that this is powerful for you and you want others to experience this is not proprietary information this is not something that's that that, that is copyright so you know get it out there so that others can experience it get it out there so that others can can feel and, and grow and experience what you're experiencing there's definitely uh, you know there's definitely a, a lot to be said for this so so get it out there get it out there and uh, share it out out there love to see where you're at so if you're using facebook or instagram you know tag me in it i'd love to see where you are if you're on one of the uh on one of the platforms spotify iHeartRadio, amazon music then follow us give us a rating and review It'd be awesome and then uh, you know get us out there so that we can so that we can experience things together that'd be really great so i'd really appreciate that um as we move forward and uh, if you want to reach out to me i'd love to hear that so you can do that by um do that by going to the website, gracelifecoaching.com. That's where you can find my contact information. And then uh, I'll be happy to, to, if you want to do some coaching, you want to have some communication, you know, that's just, you know, that that's awesome. So I'd love to hear from you. So um, uh, anyway, so it's great to be with you today. Today, I want to talk about uh, Keystone Habits. Um, the keystone habit. So, you know, before, before we get to a keystone habit, I want to define for you what a keystone is. So, if you're familiar with Roman arches and, and, and the arch of a, of a doorway or what have you, and it's still done today, though we build things a little bit differently now. But, you know, you build an arch, you come up, you start to, to go the arch, and then right in the center, There's one stone that's called the keystone It's right at the top in the center and it's wedged in and it holds everything in place So the keystone is the stone that holds everything in place It holds the entire arch in place and it doesn't matter how big or small the arch is every arch has a keystone or a key brick or something that dwells right in the middle that holds the whole thing in place So really the power and the strength of the arch in general stems from the keystone. It stems from that stone. So the entire arch and the entire framework, again, if you're using an arch, if you think of like the Roman aqueducts, you know, so they had these arches and they moved water. So the Roman aqueducts, the strength of the Roman aqueducts was in the keystones because the keystones are keeping the arches up. If the arches collapse, then everything collapses. So the, the keystone is really where everything else emanates from. It's really important that, that, it, that it is it is a small thing but it has a very large effect well so if we translate that into a keystone habit all right so that's that's really I want to talk about so I want to talk about keystone habit so a keystone habit is a habit that has a disproportionate impact on the other areas of life okay uh, and this comes from cognitive behavioral therapy and uh, uh, from from Los Angeles um, of, of Los Angeles that's the that's where we're getting it. They serve as a foundation for progress by influencing how we think, act, and feel. These habits are often small and manageable, yet have far-reaching consequences. So, keystone habits, these are habits that are small Per se, but they have huge impacts. And the author Charles Duhigg talks about keystone habits in in his book The Power of Habits. So some of the what I'm going to talk about is coming from him. So uh, actually a lot of a lot of it's going to be coming coming from him. He's a business reporter, uh, and so uh, you know I I, I want to make sure that he gets props and credits because it's important for him. And then James Clear talks about it in in his book um, on habits as well. So keystone habits. So a keystone habit is, like I said, is a habit that have a disproportionate impact on other areas of life. So so they're an important habit. They're a habit that has a great deal of importance in everything else that we do. That's what makes them the keystone. So it's the habit that holds everything together. For me, I mean, I have a keystone habit and my keystone habit, I talked about it in the last episode, that's waking up early. Everything else in my life, everything else is impacted by me waking up early. My day is 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 really it's really hard to recover if I wake up late, if I sleep in late, or if something goes awry. So for me my keystone habit is getting up early because everything else is built on that. My ability to eat well, my ability to have peace and balance within my life, my ability to work out, my ability to help my daughter get up and go to school feeling strong and happy. Those are all based on my keystone habit of getting out of bed early, of waking up at five o'clock. So you see, for me, I already have my keystone habit and that's it. And my day is affected one way or another based on what time I wake up or how I wake up. So my keystone habit is getting out of bed early, getting out of bed at, um, at 6 o'clock or 6.15 or, you know, right around, right, I'm sorry, 5 o'clock or 5.15, right around that time period. So for me, that's my keystone habit. And we all have keystone habits, whether we realize them or not. And if we don't realize they're a keystone habit, then maybe they're not a good keystone habit. Maybe they're a bad keystone habit. Like getting drunk every night. That would be a keystone habit. That habit would affect everything else, but that's not necessarily a good keystone habit. That's a bad keystone habit because it's not enhancing life, it's not improving life. It's actually taking away from life. So, so we all have keystone habits, and there's a there's a variety of keystone habits we have, and I want to just talk about a few uh, in in this session, and I probably will won't get to the whole list in this session, so I'll probably break it up into two sessions uh, about some of the some of the primary keystone habits that we can have that really can transform our lives. These keystone habits are meant to really, once we focus on them and enhance them, they really do have a ripple effect to transform our lives. You know, it used to be for me, I would only get out of bed at five o'clock in the morning on days where I had to be in the office early, and I would sleep a little bit later, and I'd drag myself out of bed. And and then when life changed around my daughter uh, and her school time, and that really pushed me to have this earlier habit. But still, I could sleep in probably another 45 minutes and then really push the envelope. But I found that this has really impacted my life as an individual. Uh, And so I do it even on days that I don't have to do it. I still do it because it's impactful and it's my keystone habit. And I feel better when I do it. My day goes better when I do it. So that's why it's a keystone habit for me. So I want to talk about, uh, there's eight. Uh, Charles Duhigg lists really eight primary keystone habits that we can have. Uh, So I want to touch on those and and just kind of dwell on them. I'll probably add a few more in there. Like waking up early, waking up early is a keystone habit, uh, something that you can do every day and that will have an impact on your life. Uh, But I want to kind of dwell in what uh, Duhigg has to say and what he brings forward as a keystone habit so the first thing he talks about is uh in his keystone habits is having family dinners having family dinners. And it, and it really does make sense. I mean, family dinners are a time of peace. They're a time when you're supposed to be gathered together, being at the table every night, hearing what's going on, checking in, hearing families, knowing that we care about each other, that we're listening to our stories and we're listening to uh, our our interactions and our life events, and eating good food and having good inner communication and relation. That's a foundation, That's a good key stone habit that can really have an impact on everything else it can have an impact on your day it can have an impact on your evening so having a family dinner having family dinners every night that's a key that that's a one possible keystone habit making your bed every morning uh and 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 getting up and making your bed making your bed is correlated with increased productivity uh, a greater sense of well-being and better budgeting skills is is what is written bed maker, bed makers are more likely to like their job and homeowners now why is this why why does that why does that happen to be it happens to be because those who make their bed they like order they're they're not as they're not as high on chaos they're not as high on on um uh, on um, um oh the word just went right out of my head they're not they're not as big on 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 uh okay See, this is what happens. I don't script these. I have a lot of outlines, but I don't script them. So moments like this where the word just went right out of my head. But bed makers, those who make their beds are far more invested in being organized and having a plan and having a plan for the day and having a plan for what is to come. So so making your bed. Plus, it just looks better. You know, you, you leave the house, you look better, and it looks better. So it's a key foundational. It's a keystone habit. Exercising regularly is a fa- is a keystone habit. Uh, We hear more and more about the need to exercise. Again, and that doesn't mean going to the gym. That doesn't mean running a a marathon, but moving, moving your body, moving your body. It triggers us to eat better. It triggers us to feel better. It increases our patience. It decreases our stress. It decreases our, our productivity. I mean, when we're living in in the sympathetic nervous system, when we're living in the fight or flight, you know, we're dealing with all of these outside stimuli, these outside forces. But when we exercise, when we move, what we're doing is we're actually bringing ourselves back into the moment. We're bringing our, we're, we're moving our bodies, so we're making our brains focus on our bodies. And when we focus on our bodies, then actually what happens is we are then able to express and, and be present with ourselves. And that is a lot of the ways that we do away with or we decrease anxiety and um, fear is by bringing ourselves into the moment. We want to be in our moment. That is so important is being in our moment. So exercising regularly, plus it's just good health. You know, it moves our body, it works our muscles, it works our cardiovascular system. You know, we're able to move more fully and better. So these are all important things. And when we do this, again, when we exercise regularly, it affects our breathing pattern, our sleeping pattern, our eating pattern. It affects our body, our physiology. We feel better about ourselves. And so it's a small thing, but it has big ripple effects. It has big consequences to the rest of our life. As I had defined, habits that have a disproportionate impact on other areas of our life. So exercising may not really change a whole lot, but it does have a disproportionate impact on our lives. So having family dinners is one making your bed every day is one exercising daily is one tracking what you eat you know tracking what you eat we're so you know we're so we're so much as as humans we have so much food around us that we're kind of grazers we just kind of grab and eat what whatever is there we're snackers we're grazers we're you know we we could eat a thousand calories in in m&ms in a day and we have no idea about it because we're just not eat are we're unconsciously stuffing things in our mouth. You know, we're not even really thinking about it. And I'm guilty of it. I mean, I'm guilty of it myself. You know, if there's snacks around, if there's a bag of chips or a container of pretzels or a thing of M&Ms, yeah, you know, I might just walk by and grab a handful and stuff it in my mouth. Don't even think about it, but there's 200 calories. There's 250 calories. You know, maybe I'll go, I, I, and I don't, I don't do this as much anymore because it, it, it has different impacts on me, but, you know, ordering that afternoon kind of pick-me-up drink from the local coffee shop that has all of a sudden 600 or 700 calories in it. Well, if we're not tracking what we're eating, then we have no idea what we're sticking into our bodies, Well, by the act of tracking what we eat, we start to notice the routine in our eating habits. We start to notice the routine and we start to see the connection that we have between food and emotion or food and and fear or food or what have you. And then it brings us into a greater awareness, particularly if we are dealing with, you know, trying to lose weight or change our body structure or what have you. It helps us to be able to overcome these things by being far more specific about what we eat. And we do that by tracking our food. Again, and this is a keystone habit because once we start tracking what we eat, it does affect everything else. It's not a real big habit, but it does affect everything else. It affects how we think. It affects the decisions we make. It affects where we go. It affects who we hang out with because we begin to realize that, you know, when I go out with so-and-so, we always have two dozen wings or three dozen wings or two pitchers of beer or or we always get a second pizza and I wake up, you know, I'm, I'm gaining weight. or I'm just not feeling good. But when we start tracking what we eat, we start to realize how these structures are built and how we use food. And that way, then we can begin to work through uh, diminishing um, how we how we just stuff food in our mouth. We're much more intentive and intentional uh, and when we get that way, then this habit affects everything else. It affects our workout. It affects our sleep. It affects our, uh, you know, our physiology. It affects our thinking. So, so it really does become a keystone habit that we can, uh, that we can, you know, benefit from. Okay. So, so those are the first four keystone habits that Duhigg talks about in his book, uh, and and really begins to talk about this idea of a um, of a keystone habit. So I don't. There, there's four more. There's actually there's I think maybe five or six I want to touch on. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that for the next episode because I don't want to I, I want to make sure that I give them the good purpose that that which is due them for uh, you know for for what is being brought forward. So so that's what I got for you for. Today. Today. i know this is a couple this episode's a couple minutes shorter but that's okay maybe that'll encourage you to come back and, and and hear the next one which will be you know kind of part two of this episode as always if you love this if this is helpful get it out there share it out there for others that they'll be able to to benefit from it uh, and if you'd like to reach out to me the website gracelifecoaching.com i'd love to hear from you and as always at grace life coaching we want you to be the best you